you know, I, um, I think of this time. You know, what, what is happening now? And frankly, like, this is church. Like, and church isn't a building church, and we've talked about that. Church isn't, you know, a, a time like, hey, it's, it's between this, you know, hour and, or this minute and this hour, whatever. Um, church is, is the people of God coming together and sharing stories, coming before the Lord, crying, putting our hearts out before the Lord, worshiping together. And, and I just want to remind all of us, you know, when we started back in 2020 in the midst of COVID and, and people were kind of scattered here and there, one thing that I know like all of us missed and became so apparent, apparent is we missed this. We miss coming together and looking in our eyes and eyeball to eyeball and, and hearing how God is working or hearing how people are, are struggling and hearing like the ups and downs of life and coming together to worship. And this is important. And we even uh, said from the very beginning, we're not coming together just to check a box and say, you know what? We came to a service. We did our religious activity. Now we're going to go and do whatever uh, we're, we're going to do the rest of the day. And so with that in mind, I just want to cast a little vision for the next couple, couple months and just maybe lighten the load and free some of you um, because I've heard it a little bit. You know, there, um, some people have said, you know, we get started at 1030. And some people are like, oh, that's a little bit later in the morning. And, and then it can creep, you know, uh, into the, the rest of the day. And if we actually get started at 1030, that's a good day. You know, because all of you are talking in there, and it's about 1040, and then it's like, okay, I'll come on in, and that is good as well. But I know people look at the clock, and they say, oh, it's 1137 right now, and Dave, is he going to go for a half hour, and what's going on? And, you know, I have, you know, the beach to get to, or different open houses to get to. I just want to share this with you. Like, this is so important when we come together to connect with one another, and as we go into the summer... I know like people recharge and fill up by having picnics and potlucks with family and different things. If you come together to, to worship or to see people and it gets to be 1135 and you're like, we got to scoot, then scoot, get out of here. That's fine. I'm not going to look at you and be like, eh, I don't know if that person's super holy or not. No, there's freedom. It has come together. And I would rather have you, this is my heart, I would rather have you come together and worship with people that you know and stick around for a half hour and connect with people that know you and you know them than feel like you've got to go to a religious service somewhere just to check a box on a Sunday. You know, church is about the people that you're doing life with, that you're going through the ups and downs with people who know you and you know them. And so, like, this is a valuable time. And in light of that, like I was thinking of this morning, and this week I had so many different thoughts going on in my mind, and I thought of this, uh, this time together, and frankly I remembered like the, the old school books that maybe some of you read. Um, did you ever read like those Choose Your Own Adventure books? Did anybody read those? Raise your hand if you read a Choose Your Own Adventure book. So you know what I'm talking about. You'd start off reading the book, and you'd get to a point in the book, and it would say, little Johnny threw his ball against the window, and it broke. You know, go to page 20 if you want to hear him, like, share with his mom, like, that he did that and, and confess to it. Or if you want to hear him blame his sister, go to page 35. You know, so it was like this choose-your-own-adventure. And coming into, like, this morning, I just thought, okay, there's so many different directions we can go. So many different things that could happen. And I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, just lead and guide this time. That's ultimately what we want is just, Holy Spirit, lead and guide this time. What do you want to have happen here? And last week, I kind of felt something, and in talking to you, many of you, it was confirmed. I just felt like last week, and, and in conversations this week, 
there is just a, a heaviness. There's a lot that people are carrying. You know, maybe it's May. Maybe it's Maypostolips or whatever you said to, you know, to start off. Maybe it's, it's because there's a lot of things going on but, um, in life, and you're running from one thing to the next. But I know there's a lot of people that are, are discouraged or struggling in a different way or there are decisions that are being made or there's relationships that are, are you know, not where they were. Or there's just, like, struggles in life. There's sickness. And, and people are walking through and just like, oh, just there's this heaviness weariness that people are feeling. And I don't want to just be a, a church that just blows past that and be like, okay, we got to do what we got to do on a Sunday morning. But I want to minister and have us minister to that. And this week I was, I was thinking of these things that some of us wear, these watches that some of us wear. And they've gotten fancier and fancier. And um, they can tell you, you know, your heart rate. They can tell you how far you've walked. They can tell so many different things. Cece even has a, a co-worker that this thing goes off because his heart is, um, does all these weird things, and they can say, hey, your heart's out of whack, and you better get that checked out. Like, these watches tell a lot, but one of the things that I've, I've recognized about these watches is there's something on my watch that calls body battery. It's called body battery. Like, it can tell you if you have enough strength and enough energy to go through your day based on your activity, based on your sleep, based on so many different things. And I'm like, that's nice, based on sleep, based on rest. Like, okay, I'm, I'm well-rested to uh, engage in, in the day, or I'm not. But one of the things that this can't tell me is, how's my soul doing? How's your soul doing? And that's what I want to ask today. Is like, how is your soul doing in the midst of life, in the midst of whatever challenges you have going on? Because life can throw us curveballs. Life can, can come at us from so many different directions. And I just keep thinking, like, how do we stay strong in the midst of life's challenges? How do, we, how do we continuously, no matter what is happening in our world, no matter what craziness we read about, no matter what is going on, how do we stay, stay strong in our soul, spiritually strong? And this week I was drawn to uh, the story of David. And I want you to turn to Psalm 62. We know... We know about David's life. We know the story of David. And usually, we, we look at those high points in his life. We turn to a 1 Samuel 17, where he's anointed king. And he's not even uh, invited to the party. And he, he gets, uh, and his brothers go, and, and Samuel looks at all of them, and is like, okay, nope, not that, that son, not that person, not that person. And then finally, they bring David in, and because of his heart, because his heart that is sold out for the Lord, um, God's like, yep, that's my next king of Israel. We hear the story of David and Goliath. We hear his mighty victories. We hear about the covenant that God made to David, like your kingdom is going to go on forever and ever. But David went through numerous challenges in life. David had, when he became king, or when he was anointed king, he had many years before he actually became king. And he was working for Saul, and Saul was was possessed by an evil spirit, it says, and, and as David would play the harp and try to calm him down, and Saul would like whip a, a spear at him and, and try to kill him, and Saul chased David his entire life. And here David must be thinking, like, I was going to be king, and, and now I'm going through all of these battles. Like, God, where are you? And we read stories of, of David, David's wife making fun of the way he worshipped, as he worshipped unapologetically before the Lord. But then this week, I read of the stories of numerous people turning on David, trying to overthrow him, trying to take his kingdom, even his own son, Absalom, 
Absalom. It says that Absalom, um, he, he came into power as he tried to woo the hearts of, of Israelites because he would go to them and he'd say, if, if I was king, then you know, if people would bring their affairs to me, they would bring their complaints to me, I would bring justice to them. And so all of Israel goes after Absalom and follows him, and David actually has to flee from Jerusalem. And so David experienced loss of a son, but also betrayal of a son. And I was like, how did David remain strong in the midst of that storm? How was he so, like, how was he able to walk every single day with his heart just after the Lord? And I think the secret is in Psalm 62. And this was written the very time when people were coming after him, when his son was trying to take his kingdom from him. This is what David says. And I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation. It says this, I wait quietly before the Lord. Think about that. King David, I wait quietly. With all of the noise that was in his life, all the things that he had to do by being king, he says, I wait quietly before the Lord. I think this is something that we struggle with, just the quietness. In the midst of all of the noise, do we, like David, say, I wait quietly before the Lord. I remove this noise. And he says, for my, for my victory comes from him. David truly believed the song that we sang. The battle wasn't his. The battle belonged to the Lord. The, bat, the, the Lord would fight for him. And then he goes on, he says, He alone is my rock and my salvation. He's my fortress where I will never be shaken. Another translation says, I will never be greatly shaken. I love that because I think he made, it might have been rattled. We get, maybe get rattled a little bit. But David says, I will never be shaken. My feet will be firmly planted in God. And then this is what was going on. This is the peak that we get into his life. David says, so many enemies against one man, all of them trying to kill me. To them, I am just a broken down wall or a tottering fence. They plan to topple me from high position. They delight in telling lies about me. They praise me to my face, but curse me in their hearts. Do you think David knows what we're going through today? All of these things coming against him in life. Then he says this, let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. And then he invites others into the same thing that he has experienced. Oh, my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. What was the secret behind David's strength? Just this deep down soul strength that he had every single day of his life. And I know he sinned and he did, did things that were evil, but he repented and he came back. And like, what was the secret deep down is he took time and he knew that his strength came from just sitting with the Lord. I wait quietly before you. I pour out my heart before you. I think there's so much to be learned from this. Too often we run from one thing to the next and our lives are filled with go, 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 go. But there is this huge invitation from the God of the universe, the one who has saved us, the one who has redeemed us, the one who has given us his Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. There's this invitation for us to come and sit with him and it is the most important thing that we can do. Too often we think, I've got to fight my battles. I've got to do this. I've got to come up with something on my own. 
but he is inviting us just to sit with him. And in that sitting, too often we think, oh, nothing happens as we sit. We're good Western people. We've got to go. We've got to do something on our own. But so much happens as we sit. And so this morning, I wanted us just to do that. Tyler and the, the worship team, Tim and I were talking this week, and there was this song that he wanted to do today. And I'm like, I just think we need to sit to this song and allow these words to speak into our hearts. And then after we sing this song, I want to, as we wrap up, this is how we're going to wrap up, I just want to pray for one another. I want us to be honest with one another, and if there's anybody struggling, if there's anybody uh, discouraged, if there's anybody sick, I just want us just to, to stretch out our hands, just to raise our hands and invite people to gather around these people and pray, and pray that the Lord would fill them. Because the other day I got a powerful image of the church. Mallory, put that picture up of uh, Zane and the neighbors. It's down below the song. I was sitting on my front porch and I saw this. One of the little boys in the neighborhood wanted to put a rock in a tree and couldn't get it there because he's too short. And so Zane actually got down on his knees and he said, I'll help you up there. And he got on his back. And he still couldn't get there. And so then this happened, the next picture. Got him on his shoulders. And I texted my neighbor and I said, oh, from the example of kids, we learn what the church is all about. It's all about help. It's all about bringing people to the feet of Jesus and saying, you can't get here yourself. I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to pray for you. And so here's what we're going to do. I want to do just that here this morning because I know some of you are struggling. Many of you are struggling. And so we're going to sing, and I want you to sit and just listen, and then we're going to pray. I'm going to ask you to be bold and just raise up a hand, and we're going to gather people around you to pray. And so sit and listen to these words.
So I'm not going to I'm not going to ask you to share out loud what it is. But if you're here and you feel like your life has been shaken, like you're upside down, you just feel like you're overwhelmed. And you've gone through this week or maybe the last couple weeks and you're just like, I'm under it. And I just, I know God is good. I know he's faithful, but I just feel broken. And I would love prayer. Just, can you just raise your hand? And it, and it can be, it can be like something big. But like even Ryan said, it's like it just even a, a sore throat. And he's like, oh, it's small. There's nothing small in the eyes of the Lord, right? So it can be the smallest thing too. Like, frankly, if I'm being honest, there's a lot of little things that have mounted up in my life. And I just feel tired. I just feel weird. I just feel like, ah. So I could even have my hand raised. But anybody else want a prayer? Like, just raise your hand. You just feel under it. The other thing is... Um, uh, last couple weeks, I've just heard ears. Does anybody have, I know my wife has this, so maybe that's why I'm thinking about it, but does anybody have an ear ache or ear ringing or something in their ear, like some, something wrong with their ear that they just want prayer for? Is that anybody? It's Jason. Okay. See, we're going to pray for you now, Jason, instead of you praying for us. That's awesome. We'll pray for Jason. Anybody else? Ear thing? Okay. So here's what I want you to do. You saw a couple hands. I want you to go and move towards them and gather around them, okay? Go ahead now. A couple of you, like, go ahead and get, gather around. And if you want prayer for anything, like some of you maybe didn't even raise your hand, I want you to take a, just a little bit of time right now and just pray for one another. Pray for whatever is going on in their lives. Big or small, just pray, okay? Let's do that right now. Just turn to, to one another, pray, and then I'm going to close this out in just a couple minutes.